1: Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy and I'm Addy and you're listening to Series 6, Episode 3, Over the Moon. And let's start it off with some announcements.
0: So instead of an announcement this week for you guys, we wanted to thank you so much for uh, the great response we're getting from all of you on our Facebook and Instagram For this series, Uh, you guys love the art and um, we love to hear from you. So it's a it's a pretty great uh, symbiosis we've got going on. Uh, We just wanted to send out a big thanks Uh, message received. You like us when we're funny.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we've actually gotten a a little bit of a bump uh, in people following our Facebook page. Uh, If you're not already following us on Facebook, you can do that. Um, We also are on Instagram and Twitter, uh, at Essential NPCs. Uh, Thanks again for all the positive feedback. And uh, with that, uh, we should move on in to Words with the GM.
2: Hello. Hello,
1: GM. Hello. This Words with the GM is for Series 6 Episode two, Highway to Hell.
0: Um, and if you guys, uh, weren't able to catch words with the GM last week, uh, because we've got a guest GM with Ryan Covert, uh, we're changing up the, uh, style a little bit. We're picking his brain, um, in order to find out why he does the things he does when he runs games. And, uh. After listening, my question was, did you expect us to pit the Abomination against the bandits or did you have to like adjust your plans because of it? I want to see behind the screen on this one.
3: Funny you should mention that Uh, the Abomination was actually just supposed to be a ruse done by the Raiders in order to sow some discord throughout the Trog settlement. I had originally decided that they were going to want to take the Trog base of operations to use for themselves since it was it could be easily defended and was in a different area until Twitch decided to use it against the Raiders.
0: And so the abomination turned into a real thing rather than a clever Raider ploy.
3: Yes, because I thought that would be awesome. And I think it turned out well. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of falls into
1: uh, what we like to call the rule of cool. Uh, where um, sometimes uh, you adjust your plans or let something go that might not make sense in the real world purely just because you think it's super cool and you and you want to run with it.
0: Actually, uh, that it brings up a really good point. I know that we've talked about the rule of cool before um, in Words with the GM, but we've never really kind of defined it. So I guess for all of our listeners out there, how uh, do you determine what qualifies for, like, the rule of cool?
3: Well, my answer is pretty simple. It's basically what I think is cool. But it's also a two-way street. It's a cooperative storytelling game. So you also want to feed off of what the players think is neat or interesting. Obviously, Sean thought the Abomination was worth pulling into the story. And I thought the same thing. And I just rolled with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, it is a, it is a good point you bring up in the sense that, um, sometimes, uh, you have to be mindful as a GM, uh, that, uh, maybe you think something's really cool, uh, but your players aren't really into it or vice versa. Your players like all at like the entire tables, like we want to do this thing. This seems really cool. And it's like, you have to really weigh, you know, you as a GM, not thinking it's that cool, versus like what you're trying to do with your story and and then eventually like a lot more often than not like you know defaulting to being like well the entire player base is really going to be super happy if i make this abomination a real thing so maybe i just scrap that part of my story and and adjust to meet them
0: so would you guys say that rule of cool might be something that isn't going to change the plot entirely but is like going to give the players maybe a success that's kind of awesome.
3: Or even just a story that's awesome. Something to come away with uh, after the end of the night. It might not change getting to point B, but the line from point A to point B is going to be something memorable, uh, which I hope happened with. That abomination.
1: Yeah, I was down for it. I'd actually, uh, at that moment when I was looking out the window trying to decide where to where to send Bumper, uh, the thought briefly crossed my mind like, what if we pit the abomination against them? But I was like, ah, there's there's no way. There's too much going on. I have to go do something else. I'm better suited for uh, for driving up and trying to rescue Elder Tadpole. And then immediately after that, Twitch was like, I'm gonna go get the abomination. I was like, yes! Oh man, same save wave- same wavelength, Sean. <laughs> I was I was really excited when he went for it, uh, and even more excited when. It worked (laughs) me too but uh there were a lot of great moments in this episode uh covert what was your favorite moment as the gm
3: when damien crawled up and blew up uh, a bunch of raiders
1: <laughs> yeah I, I think the line right beforehand was if there's one thing i understand it's everything <laughs> and then he climbs up and uh and the good thing is with uh with big guns like that you you roll understanding and shoot instead of like finesse and shoot because it's more about you know figuring out the giant contraption and how to shoot it uh so he's actually a pretty good shot on big guns like that because physics <laughs>
0: Uh, what about you? Tell me, what was your favorite part?
1: My favorite part uh, was uh, Zodra-related. Um, it was it was after the sequence of events where Zodra, you know, kills a guy with, I don't know, like, seven successes or something and then rolls, like, six successes to jump down and, like, stab two dudes and then, like, another, like, five successes to underhand throw a spear pinning a guy to the ground and then leap use that spear as a pole vault to uh, kill another dude. Like, just that that series of events uh leading up to the moment where uh there's two raiders left next to her and she pulls out two knives and just looks at them and goes boo <laughs> and and they just like trip over each other running away i fucking loved that moment because uh it's really easy in a in a combat sequence to just default to i attack the next person i attack the next person i attack again i attack again and um not only did you mix it up in the ways that you were fighting like you know first it was shoot a bow then it was drop down and stab and then it was throw a spear and then it was like do some athletics to like stab someone else like it was you know it was very dynamic getting all the way there and then you instead of just being like and now I attack one of the remaining two raiders you you decided to change it up and like I could visualize it so well it was this great sequence of events and like a really strong character decision for Zodra to just turn to them and just like with the utmost confidence go boo <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then it worked too, and <laughs> I loved it. Yes. I got to use finesse from my very very nice GM, um, but yeah,
1: rule yeah. of cool, <laughs> yeah, rule of cool. It all comes back
0: around, yeah. yeah. I don't do combat characters very often, but when I do.
1: (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Uh, What about you, Addie? What was your favorite moment?
0: Well, um, I'm going to swing right on back to Damien, (laughs) uh, because Kohansky was super on point this episode. um, When he's at the beginning of the fight and uh, the the raiders are like killing people um, in the inn. And he shoots a crossbow at one, and then he starts like yelling at them, like "Oh, you ruffians! <laughs> what a- right have you to take our stuff?" And like all this stuff, and and uh, and then uh, they're like, "We're gonna come and get you." And he's like, "I yell at them, and then I close the door," uh, and just like his like he has just the right amount of cowardice to make it funny with <laughs> seeming pathetic, uh, and I just I found myself cracking up listening to that and um and uh, I I don't know that's I don't usually play the funny one and so I'm always like enamored with like funny scenes and and uh, it was it was perfect because like usually in a combat scene basically you're like you know I kill the next person I kill the next person and instead he was like I run away and like there's nothing cooler <laughs> than that um, I love
1: it yeah it was that was a super super fun to to edit too I was just cracking up uh yeah Kowanski continuing to knock it out of the park. Great job. But we're still cleaning up in the aftermath of that fight. We're still in the Trog den, and we have plenty more uh, road left ahead of us. So uh, I think it's time that we move on in and listen to Series 6, Episode 3, Over the Moon.
0: Enjoy.
2: Howdy. They called me Bumper on account I was found in a car bumper as a baby. Guess my parents didn't really like that I was born a mutie and decided to toss me in the junkyard. An old greaser found me and raised me as his own. He was, like, real smart, and he taught me all sorts of useful things. Mechanics, electronics, history, you name it. When he passed away, I felt a yearning to go out and see the world and whatnot. So I traded all he left me to piece together my very own transport vehicle. I call it the Badass Education and Safety Tour Bus, or for short, the BEAST. (laughs) Uh, This rusted monstrosity ain't much to look at, but she'll get you from point A to point B in a timely, and more importantly, safe manner. Now, I've been at this business for a few years now, and if I'm being perfectly honest, which I usually am... I probably wouldn't have survived this long if it weren't for this tribal lady named Zodra who travels around with me. She plays a key role in the safety part of my business. I found my home when I built the beast, so it only seems fair I help others find theirs. So as long as I can keep it going, you can bet I'm going to keep rolling through the waste, picking up strays, and getting them where they need to go. They call
0: me Zodra. I ain't much for talking, but since you want to know my story, I'm a tribeswoman from a place what was called the Green Place. It's a beautiful place with healthy plants and animals that don't much want to eat you. But a while back, a black came, and the Green Place started dying. So my tribe, we split in two, half moving ahead to find a new Green Place, and the others staying behind, protecting thems that can't rightly protect their selves. Along the way, we dropped off folk to serve as links in a chain between the two halves of my tribe. Lighthouses, we called them. And me and mine, we was chosen to be a lighthouse. Me, my daddy, my husband, and my little girl. And for a while, we served faithfully, making a good life for ourselves. That is, till we came down with the pox. I was the only one in my family to come out of that alive. Mostly thanks to Bumper. He found me on the edge of death and brought me back. I don't know how. But way I see it, I owe him my life. And he seems to have made it his business to help people get home. And that's certainly something I can sympathize with. So until either half of my tribe starts making their way through the chain of lighthouses... I'll use what skills I have to keep Old Bum and anyone under his care in one piece.
4: Greetings, commoners! You have the pleasure of meeting me, Damien Bolchris. I hail from the Lake Pleasant Remnant Enclave, a beacon of old-world technology and knowledge led by our brilliant and benevolent master, the Professor. I myself practically grew up in the subterranean laboratories of Lake Pleasant, immersed in the gallant tales of old. In fact, I am so well versed in such stories that I am a bit of a lore master. One day, as I was making a study of the downsides of democratic governments, the alarms began to sound all across the enclave. We were being attacked by trogs. From my storied knowledge, I knew the thing to do was to make a daring escape. I grabbed my books and dashed through the tunnels. Along the way, I boldly rescued a curious simpleton called Twitch, and together we made our escape across the lake into the lawless wastes of the
5: surface. Well, hey! They call me Twitch! I don't really have a name on account of being kidnapped as a tiny child for my electrokinetic powers and used as a battery for a remnant enclave led by a man called the Professor. I spent a couple decades chained up in a generator room, getting jabbed with various instruments to increase my output, until my home was overrun by vicious trogs. Best day of my life! During the invasion, a guy named Damien accidentally stumbled upon my chamber and freed me from my chains. As the first person to meet me and not torture me for electrical power, Damien instantly became my best friend. We escaped the chaos on his kayak of freedom and got picked up by two wastelanders driving a big old bus they call The Beast. I don't know where we're going, but hopefully I can escape this life of horrible pain and find a place to call home.
3: When we last left, our group of individuals, they had just fought off a raider invasion into a truck den and also got rid of a monster problem they were having. Two with one stone. Pretty impressive. After an evening of repairing vehicles, washing up, receiving medical treatment, we now find our heroes doing... Well,
2: Damien impressed me. With his ability to blow stuff up, that I decided after he was done helping me patch up the beast, I was going to show him how to shoot the buzzsaw ballista. No live ammunition now, but I want to know how this thing works in case he needs to shoot it while we're driving. This is in case of emergency only.
4: And, well, I
5: figure once I've done this, I could probably do anything.
2: Sure. That's a good way to go about
0: life.
5: Well, everybody said I could take as long as I wanted in the bath and just (laughs) let people know when I was done. So uh, I just haven't gotten done yet. Don't tell nobody.
0: you all pruney. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess I will retrieve my spear from uh, the gentleman it is still stuck in. And uh, then I'll take a nap.
4: And um, once I've completed my training, I would like to go speak to Elder Tadpole about some matters.
3: You walk up the stairs to her abode. The guards let you in, and she greets you. Yes, Damien, come yes, on in.
4: that's right. It's me, Damien. <laughs> good, good to see you're doing well.
3: No physical harm, just mostly scared. Uh, what do you need? Well... This isn't the first time the
4: raiders have attacked you, is that correct?
3: Not in that great of number. They've hit our convoys going in and out. I see, so it's becoming worse. Yes.
4: Well, hopefully they won't return again, but supposing they do, if I may speak frankly, you've got a primitive society here, and I believe that you must develop it. You must increase your knowledge. You must do better for your people and i bring a certain amount of knowledge with me and i'd like to share it with you so that you might have a better quality of life
3: but we still get to be
4: independent of course i'm i'm not trying to subjugate you as my so-called friends keep telling me <laughs> i'd just like to bring you into the fold so to speak and bring a bit of a bit of order Back to this world where there once was law and government.
3: All right. What do you wish to teach us then?
4: I have knowledge of technology and principles of organization that I can impart to you. And I tell her all about how I believe governments should be run. That there are laws which must be in place and things must be imposed and laws enforced. So Uh, that citizens can better defend themselves.
3: Let's see an understanding in lore. How well you impart this knowledge. One hit. (laughs) (laughs) She looks at you, Damien, and kind of rubs her chin. Yes, that's very interesting. Perhaps we will implement this slowly. Uh, Too big of a change is never good all at once. But we'll give it a try. Thank you very much. But the sooner the better. The sooner the better oh of course we we'll, we'll we'll see how it works with with our people
4: oh oh, and um listen, I have this um device that can track locations, oh. and perhaps um I can use it, I can register or somehow note the your location on on it, and we can establish
3: some sort of contact system I think with you saving us i I think it's only fair I agree to that.
4: Excellent, excellent. I'll get to work on it and let you
3: know my results. Thank you very much. I will be here. Uh, was that all, Mr. Damien? Oh, oh yes, thank you. I go away. Have a, have a good day. Thank you very much for your input.
4: I will have a good day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Zodro, what are you doing?
0: So, uh, as, as we all know, the buzzsaw ballista drills are very um, loud even if uh there's no live ammunition. One, two, three, pull! Oh god Just like that. And um so I I suppose I will see if there's any um trading to be had. I I do have some uh furs which I have collected over the course of my travels and um I I'm perusing to see if there's anything worth trading for. Perhaps something armored. <laughs>
3: Alright, uh, the marketplace is still a bit sparse currently, considering there was just a raider attack. There's a couple merchants out.
0: Uh, uh, do any of them have uh, um, some armor?
3: Yes, in fact, one merchant has some armor with some smiley faces on it.
0: Hey, wait, I wonder if that paint stuff that, that um, Smiley found will uh, take, take that paint off. I might make my way back to the beast to um, ask Bumper the properties of this um, anti-paint stuff.
2: Oh, yeah, I'd take that face right
0: off. I return to the market <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and purchase this used material for a discounted fee. You see, I have these two furs, which will cover more than the amount of body that this armor will.
3: <laughs> what kind of furs are they?
0: I don't know. It's a bear. I killed a bear.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's a shady looking drug. He, He talks very quickly and you can't always quite catch everything he says before he's moving on to the next sentence. But even he is grateful and says... Yes, I'll gladly accept three furs from you for this suit of armor that...
0: Oh, I'm sorry you misheard me. I offered you two furs. Two
3: furs for the heroes. All right. I think that's a fair deal. Mm -hmm. I think we'll go with that for the hero. Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: Are you trying to bamboozle me, sir?
3: No, not at all. You saved our town. Thank you very much for the three furs.
0: Have you, did you sustain an injury in the attack that you, you mess up your numbers? Oh, yes.
3: I need, uh, I need at least three furs in order to get my head back right.
0: I see. I see. Well, um, good luck with that injury that you've sustained, impacting your ability to comprehend numbers that will be very detrimental to your business as you are a merchant. Um, Good day. Merchant,
3: sure. Oh, okay. We'll do two furs. We'll do two furs. Come on back. Don't leave. I got this armor for you. It's uh, never been used fresh.
0: Well, it is very cold down here. I think I might need these furs, actually. Maybe I could part with one. All right,
3: okay, one, fur, one fur for this brand-new set of armor. Hey, remember that it I'm is, giving, I'm giving you used. the great deal here. Brand-new, mm. fresh coat of paint for, a, for mm. a single fur. That sounds like an amazing deal we have going on right now.
0: I don't understand why you're lying to me, but I will give you half a fur for it. <laughs> no deal. That sounds like a good deal for this used armor.
3: Go away. I don't like you anymore. I like the other heroes more.
4: As this is happening, Damien walks by, and he overhears, and he gives a wave, and he puts his other hand on his hips, and he says, Hello, citizens! Hello! Good day! Be in
3: safety! Thanks to Damien, we will! Yeah, Damien! And I walk on by. I'd give him the armor for free and then he walks away.
0: No, oh, no. I grab him by his arm and I say, "Listen here. I killed this man that was wearing this. I know it ain't new. So you're going to give it to me for half a fur like I said, or I'm going to tell people just what you're doing here."
3: Roll intimidate. Yeah.
0: I'm going to use a fortune to add a success okay. for three successes.
3: All right, look lady, no need to no need to get personal here. I'm running a business. Just give me the fur. Take the armor, get out of my face.
0: Have a lovely day.
3: I <laughs> you screw yourself. I punch him. <laughs> a couple of trog guards see this. they're afraid of you, but uh they seem to move up towards uh Alder Tadpole's place. What are the rest of you doing
5: well i'm 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 just wearing a towel <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I walk I walk by uh, I come out of the Bathhouse, just as uh, I see Zodra punch this guy in the face. And I'm like, hey, Zodra, what'd he do?
0: Tried to swindle me. Well, Ro,
5: you roasted him.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
5: All right, well, I'm going to go back to the Beast and see if uh, they need me for anything. I-, I figure we'll be moving on soon, and we'll probably need to... Look at that map again, so I'm ready. <laughs> ready for anything real relaxed. I'm clean and untrustworthy, just like Bumper Laxam.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will accompany you there. All right, well, I got the
2: beast all up and running. If we're all good, we can, we can head on out. Maybe go see what that supply depot is all about.
4: Yes, one, one second. I just need to note the location of this place uh, on the map if we can get it going. I'll, yeah, I already got the hood open. Excellent. So we should do the same thing we did last time because that worked perfectly. So I'll put my hand on the box <laughs> and then I'll put my other hand on Twitch. I,
2: I, I propose that we just try. I mean, what's the harm in trying to,
4: to not make you unconscious? Well, if that's the price I have to pay, then I shall pay. Right, but maybe you don't, and we could track. I generously admit that that
5: might be a good idea. All right, have at it, Twitch. Yeah, you better believe it. All right, I put my hand on the battery of, of the beast, and I put my other hand right there on that puzzle box.
3: It lights up, and... Hey,
5: it's working. The interminable pain—it's working. <laughs>
3: And the map shows up again, and it shows the location of a supply depot northeast of where you are. It also has little smaller ones that that weren't there before, but are just in your general location from when you last traveled.
4: What are those like? Yes, yeah, so we examined those.
3: Uh, it's just landmarks that are nearby, and it actually includes like Hell's Gate. Oh, it's this place is already on here.
4: They
2: were very thorough. Clearly. What does it say about Hell's Gate? Do I have a profile? or yeah. just say Hell's
4: Gate. It just says the Hell's Gate cave. All right. All I right. see an
3: opportunity. Is
4: there any way to um, input information into this?
3: Roll an understanding and tech check for me. <laughs> Seven successes. <laughs> you know how to completely reprogram this thing.
4: Fascinating. I... I... I will take advantage of that later, but at this moment, I simply want to input some basic information about Hell's Gate, who the leader is, what sort of society they have, and their uh, recent woes, and the story of how they were saved by Damien and the Beast.
5: Wow, so it only lets you input one letter at a time, huh? Oh,
2: God. <laughs> you just keep on holding on, Tritch. You're doing a great job.
5: Thanks.
4: Bro. Listen, it's taking me a bit of time. It's a completely new system. I'm sure later I'll be able to type two letters at a time.
3: <laughs> so uh, Damien knows how to do this as he types one finger on the virtual keyboard that appears. All right,
2: hold on. Go back for a second. Put open parentheses. Badass. Education and safety tour
4: bus. Now remember, badass is one word now. Absolutely. Let me just see. How do I go back on this? Ah, there it
3: is. One, <laughs> two, three.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, th- about 30 minutes later,
5: <laughs> just like old times,
3: <laughs> you actually receive a message from one of the uh, younger Trogs that work for Elder Tadpole.
2: Oh, hey, what's up?
3: Uh, They hand you a a message, and then the little one runs off. Well, he's
2: typing. I'll read it.
3: It says, we appreciate your service to the city and saving us, but your recent actions by one of your own have used up your welcome here. Please leave as soon as convenient for you, and don't come back.
2: My eyes look up from the paper.
0: And look over at Zodra. So? Yes? What'd you do? One of them trogs was trying to swindle me, so I punched him.
2: Well, oh, so, you got the armor,
0: it well, looks like. I only because I took it. Wait, hold on. Did you steal from the guy? No, I gave him a whole fur, even though we agreed on a half. Before or after you punched him? I gave him the whole fur after. Well...
2: Looks like maybe once we're done putting in this entry here, uh, we have overstayed our welcome, apparently. I told you you can't go around punching people. Not in city limits.
4: And the heroes left the city with a hero's dismissal. Everyone was waving and the children were sobbing because the heroes were leaving and they would never see them again. The end. All right, sounds good. Doesn't it? (laughs) It's over, right?
0: Can I light it on fire when we leave?
2: Wait, what? The town?
0: Yeah. No, soldier, come on. They're not personable people. That guy wasn't a personable person,
2: but people are people, and sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad.
0: These people are bad. That person
4: was bad. What are you doing? She's the dictator. You have to do what she says. Oh, don't get started on that.
2: (laughs) Let's all get in this beast right now. Get the hell out of town before I change my mind.
3: (laughs) You head out of town. You guys have an idea of what direction you're heading? for the supply depot.
2: Gonna hit up that supply depot. Wait, he was charging that thing for like thirty minutes. Does it does it keep running after he lets go, or is it really just need like the lights? Constant?
3: The lights stay on, uh, right. but the map's not constantly on. Uh, Damon, you fiddle with it enough that, and you you know well enough about it now that you know how to bring up the map as long as it has a charge in it.
4: Oh, excellent. It has a charge. I don't have to keep using Twitch as a battery all the time. Excellent.
2: Oh, wow. That's good to know. Great. All right. I drive the, towards the supply depot.
3: All right. You uh you hit the road. As you're pulling out, you hear a chunk on your roof. So,
0: I go check it out.
3: Uh you climb up on top of the beast, and you just see a single crossbow bolt sticking out of it.
0: Can I see who shot it?
3: Uh, If you make a senses and uh, notice check for me. Two. You see somebody at the tops of the rocks moving away from you.
0: Bumper, they shot at us. Can I shoot them back? Wait, who shot at us? Looks like a leftover raider, maybe. Can I shoot at them? Well, I mean,
2: yeah, if you can shoot them, but I'm not going up there. They can chase after us if they want.
0: I just refilled the caltrop dispenser.
3: They're out, they're out of range. It's just the one crossbow bolt.
0: I, I pull it out, and I throw it away.
3: Was there a letter attached to it? No, but it was blinking when you looked closer at
0: it. I still threw
3: it away.
2: Oh, yeah, it's probably like some kind of tracking device. Mm-hmm. Something that's like, wait, well, hang on a second. Wait, that's exactly
3: the sort of thing we could
2: use. I start the beast. I run out after it. I grab it. I'm going to see if like I can pop it open, maybe... Make it so it doesn't send them any signal, but we can like, link it to our thing, and then later we can use it to track someone else. Yes,
3: exactly. Sure. Uh, roll understanding in tech for me.
2: Three successes.
3: Uh, you know how you can do it. It's just going to take some time.
2: I don't know if it's worth giving them an idea where we're going. Might just break this thing and move on. I think that seems like a good idea. What do y'all think?
4: I think we should try it if you think it's possible.
2: All right, I can definitely do that. Uh, so, someone else take the wheel for a bit. Definitely don't drive towards the direction of the supply depot. I don't want these people knowing where we're going. Just drive, like, lateral to it or something. Oh, uh, that Away from it, but not, like, away away. You know what? Someone else can figure it out. I got to get to work on this thing.
0: Perpendicular. Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, I guess I could drive it for a while.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're the only one that I kind of trust a little bit, because I don't know how these other guys drive. I do it. I'll get to work. Just make sure you're not driving towards the splotty depot.
0: Which
3: direction would you like to head, uh, Zodra? Um, East. You start heading out east, and it's a long, lonesome, broken highway. You don't know how Bumper can manage just driving these long stretches of wasteland without losing his mind.
0: I figure he's already lost it (laughs) because he sings a lot, and he thinks (laughs) I can't hear him. Fixing this arrow, gonna make a track for me, not for you.
3: Ha! Uh, Damian and Twitch, what are you guys doing while they're doing that? Is Get there a-
5: anything to occupy us on this bus? Well,
2: usually I I entertain people by telling them about the surrounding area, but I'm a little busy right now, so I I don't think I can help you much. But hey, y'all ever heard of tic tac toe? It's like <laughs> the most strategic game in the world. <laughs> Here, let me, let me draw it up for you here, and I scratch in a little tic-tac-toe for him on the on like the, the side, on, like on the floor. I'll be like, here, you're the circles, you're the Xs. Try to get a line of three. It's harder than you think. You I guys. lose every game. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I got an idea. You want to look at some of those places on the map and see if any of them are other uh, remnant enclaves like us? Maybe some with nicer people who don't Chain me to a wall. Twitch, that's the best idea you've ever had. (laughs) And yesterday, I rode an abomination into some raiders. (laughs) We do it. And take a note of any of those interesting symbols you mentioned the other day.
3: Yes. There's no actual enclave that you can see that are actually nearby. The closest one is the one that's up northeast. And that's just the supply depot, the actual... Enclave where remnants would live are even further out. The points on the map are all just outposts for remnants, uh, almost like scouting or just resupplies. However, they do mark out several points of interest along the way, including a couple truck stops or what used to be truck stops, uh, small towns, safe places to stay, uh, even a few remnant-friendly communities. Uh, along the way, they've just been making note of every settlement and every point of interest in the area they can
5: Oh, so Damien, you're, you're telling me that uh, on this road to another uh, Nice remnant enclave. There's a bunch of nice places to stay That seems to be the information contained here. It's a road map to our next home. Maybe possibly hopefully I think we might have a place we want to go next. All right,
2: well, it's in general direction towards the supply depot, right? That's right. Yes. All so right.
3: Beyond.
2: That's a destination and a payment. I'm game.
3: <laughs> uh, next stop along the route, and Bumper, you'd be familiar with this, is the town of Seclusion. Now it's a little bit off the road, but it's Bumper. You've been there. It's it's not a bad town to be. Uh, it's quiet. Most people don't bother messing with it because it is off the beaten path. But on the other hand, not as much trade comes to it. So people wanting to trade have to travel out from it.
2: If I had to use one word to describe seclusion, it'd be modest.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, why didn't
2: they call it that? I don't know. (laughs) So is that where we're going now? I mean, if that seems like a good pit stop along the way, I don't know how long it will take us to get to this supply depot, but if it seems prudent to pull on into seclusion so that we can, like, take a break within, like, city walls and whatnot, we should do that.
4: It does seem like the supply depot is quite far away based on the GPS. The, no. What? How do you say that word correctly? Gips. Gips. Based on the gyps. Uh, <laughs> it does seem to be quite
2: far away. All right, then, yeah, let's go ahead and go to seclusion. Uh, I finished this, this arrow thingy, right? They're not tracking yes. us no more? All right, yeah, let's go to seclusion.
3: You don't believe they're tracking you anymore? I don't believe it.
5: <laughs> the professor used to tell me that the belief is a powerful thing. Like, all I had to do was believe that it wasn't horrible torture to have needles and knives stabbed <laughs> me as I powered the remnant enclave with my bioelectricity. Exactly. That's just an idea
4: that society tells you.
5: A ghost. Pain. Wait. Hold on. Did that work? I don't think that would work. Oh, yeah. It it hurt terribly, no matter what I believed. All right.
2: That's a point against belief, then.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Never thought of it that way.
2: I can take the wheels, though. And I drive us over to seclusion.
3: As you make your way across the wasteland, you you take the path off of the main highway headed towards seclusion. It's It remains flat for a few miles, and then it starts going up into kind of a rocky uh, area, almost the opposite of where you were at Hell's Gate. Instead of subterranean, this path winds up a rocky red path to the top of a cliff. It's a little tricky to make it up there, but you do.
2: Take it easy, girl. We're going to make it. Just like every other time. Oh, oh, okay, good.
3: As you approach the gate of seclusion, you see that seclusion has been marked off and has been renamed Modeston. Hey,
2: how'd they know? <laughs> hey, we should update that on the map.
3: Oh, yes, I updated the map. All right. It now says Modeston instead of seclusion. I'm getting pretty good at typing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you pull in. There's not exactly a vibrant market here. This is less a barter town and more just a village. Basically just a collection of houses and a few small businesses that supports it. Uh, they do have a bar, just the Seclusion Inn. They haven't changed the name of that.
2: No, it seems good to like have it called. that's a good name. I like it for an inn. Let's go there. I park the beast as close as I can without... Disrupting the natural flow of the town. <laughs> so, if that's on the outskirts, so be it.
3: You park on the outskirts and you give it a second. The feng shui seems fine.
2: All right. I like this. It ties really well with those two buildings over there. Okay. Let's leave, lock her up, and uh, see if we can get y'all uh, a place to sleep with a the bed.
3: There's Maybe some a- food. There is, in fact, a place to sleep with a bed and food at the seclusion inn. All right. What do we got to do? Hey, hi. How's it
2: going? Name's Bumper. I need a, I don't know, one room. I'm going to sleep in the car. Hey,
5: sounds good to me. One room is great.
3: Ah, hello. My name is Moon. It's a very pretty young woman with, with brown hair, and she's currently manning the front desk, and she has a very big smile on her face. Hey, me too. Hey, I like your smile, Moon. Oh, I like yours as well. What's your name? Well,
5: I'm Twitch. They call me Twitch.
3: Nice to meet you, Twitch. And she continues looking at you and smiling.
5: I continue looking at her and smiling. I'm not sure if this is the way that the social function goes. Is this... Is she blinking?
3: She's not blinking.
5: Hey, Moon. I'm blinking too much. Yes.
3: How can I help you?
2: Hi. Hey, you, you grow up in this here town? What can you tell me about it?
3: Oh, yes. Modeston is a wonderful place to grow up and live. You right. would love it here. It's right. great for the whole family.
2: So you were born here then? Yes. Right. Can I try to tell if she is a robot?
3: Because <laughs> <laughs>
2: she's striking me as either possessed or a robot, and I'm more inclined to think the latter is more likely.
3: You can roll understanding in tech.
2: I'm not gonna do that. I never met a robot before. Here we go. I'd like to spend a fortune to get two successes.
3: Weirdly enough, she doesn't strike you as robotic. She's simply... movements seem natural enough. It's her demeanor that feels unnatural. Well, we'll go ahead and take a room then. Uh, she continues grinning. All right, what would you like to trade in exchange for? One room.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> I got a can of paint thinner. L- will that right.
5: work? Uh, I
3: need ah, paint th- thinner. We actually have several projects that that would be useful for.
5: Right. You could you could uh, change the name of uh, seclusion things to modeston things.
3: We prefer seclusion in, but yes, you make an excellent point. Hey, why why not seclusion? Her smile fades away. And then goes into an even bigger smile. That's amazing, Mr. Twitch. Yes, for that can of paint thinner and that wonderful idea, you may have one of the rooms. Well, hey, thanks. I'll take it. Thank you. And welcome to the seclusion. (laughs) And she gives a big wink.
5: (laughs) Okay, her eyes can't close. Hey, any of y'all are welcome in my room if you want.
2: I assume Damien's sharing with you. Of course. Yeah, I'm going to go sleep in the beach. Me too. <laughs> I, do, I, I back out slowly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey,
5: Moon, is there anyone else here? Or is it just you all the time?
3: I'm currently the only one working. What, we- no other tenants? Oh, no. There's no holidays, and it's quite slow this time of year. Well, you keep up the good work, Moon. Thank you. You keep up the excellent suggestions, Twitch.
5: (laughs) If I think of any more, I'll let you know.
3: Yes, you should.
2: So last time I was here, there weren't robot people, right? Yes, this is highly unusual. All right, cool. As soon as we get out of the inn, I'm going to be like, so, so. I'm right here. Yeah, we get closer. Mm. I grab her face and pull it close. (laughs) Hey, listen to me very carefully. Something is weird about this town. Now, I'm not sure that that lady's a robot because she looked too real, but she's acting real strange. You,
0: you want me to see if she bleeds?
2: No, no, Zoe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How else are you supposed to tell? No, I'm saying like maybe we walk around town a little bit and see if anyone else is acting weird. The slow way. Got it.
3: <laughs> Zoe and I are going to go around town and try to find more people. Everyone's walking around and they have excellent posture they're standing up straight. They're all smiling and waving to each other. Hello, neighbor. Hello, neighbor. Fills the air. Yeah, remember earlier when I said I don't trust people who smile? This is what I'm
5: talking about. <laughs> yeah, up in, the, up in our room. Hi, Damien.
4: Yes, Twitch? Uh,
5: that moon girl. She was awfully charming. Oh, my
4: goodness. She's the most well-spoken person I've ever come across. She was all smiley at me and a... Uh, d- Do you think she likes me? Listen... (laughs) twitch, and Damien sort of um, um I'm, I uh am sh- I sort of get a bit uncomfortable and sh- shift on the bed a bit and sort of rearrange my jacket and bite my lip a bit and say um, if um, I, uh, um <clears throat> women are not sort of you know, my sort of um I know many things, I know quite a lot of things, there are many things I know that you will never know and it's impossible for you to know them. But right, I which I don't is know, why I thought I would ask you I for know, some advice. Women are uh, probably, the, the, there are no books about women. They don't exist. I don't know about them.
5: Well, that's great. I was hoping you could help me out with some problems I was having with women. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I've never been outside of, of that uh, basement there in the Enclave where I was chained to a wall, although some women did sometimes uh, come in and, you know, ch- check on me and make sure I was being properly tortured and such. But... uh you know, none of them ever smiled at me like that or got me uh, feeling all fluttery like I do right now. Uh, how, how did it work on oh, the outside? Oh. If, if, you know, uh, two, two people were all smiley with each other. Oh, listen, I've got this book uh, called um, A Romance of
4: Ehrman Tudge. And so I, there must be some hints in here of what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a great idea! (laughs) I open to the first third of the book and read what is written
5: there for some advice. We should go out and eat together at the same time? That does seem to be the ritual, yes. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. No. Why would I want to see what happens
4: inside of her mouth? Well, it seems like you, you don't see what happens. You just have your mouth in front of her mouth. Well, all Do right. The... I think no. I can
5: manage that.
4: Good, good. E- excellent. How, let, let me tell you what. Uh, because this is so new to both of us, I think I should go with you and make sure you're doing it properly.
5: <laughs> Damien, you're such a friend to me. <laughs> Let's not go too far. <laughs> this is more of a,
4: a sociological experiment.
5: Yeah, is that what it's called in the book? When, you know, two people lack each other a lot? They do say the word experiment quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, great, let's go downstairs and see if she's working, and uh, I can uh, ask her on a sociological experiment. Yes, excellent. Do ask her to experiment with you. That does seem like the best sort of... That, that's in here.
4: That's actually in here. Well, go on. Let's go. Uh,
3: so you guys head down towards the lobby to perform a sociological experiment. Uh, bumper.
2: There's, like, homes around here, right? Oh, yes. Okay. Do they got windows? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Zo. Zo, I'm right here. <laughs> I have an idea. If you sneak around and peep through someone's window, see if they're doing human stuff in there or robot stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> robot stuff may include eating metal, drinking oil, changing parts. All right. I I think you know what human stuff's like, so I'm not going to try and explain that one
0: to you. That's a good call. All right. I guess I will execute plan peeping Tom. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to keep a lookout for her.
3: All right. Uh, If you would, uh, roll nimble and either criminal or stealth, whichever one you're better at.
0: Okay. All right. That's two hits.
3: Excuse me. Bumper, how are you covering her?
0: Well, she go down an alley, right.
2: I'm just gonna kind of stand around there and make sure no one goes down, and and keep a lookout on the front, but like look inconspicuous. All right. So like maybe tie my shoe or something for a long period of time.
3: All right. What about uh, if you're doing that, give me a appeal. Sure. And uh, I guess stealth.
2: I got one. All right.
3: So you're doing that.
2: Tie my shoe. Tie my shoe. No reason to look at me, I'm
0: looking at you. <laughs>
3: uh Zodra. Yes. Describe what you are doing.
0: All right. Well, um this this house is uh well, I mean, it's a pretty respectable house considering. Uh so I will use my special talents to uh look in the windows. Uh I, I the first one I go to though, it is uh, it is covered in like you know, fabric for, I guess, to stop people from looking in or maybe stop robots from looking out. I'm not really sure, but I see that there's no fabric on the top window. So I'm going to I'm going to climb up there and like hang upside down with my feet over the top of the roof so I can like look in. But people, they like don't look up usually. So um, so I figure that'll work best.
3: All right, since you're doing all that climbing, you already made your stealth roll. Give me a Nimble and Athletics.
0: You got it. Um, four hits.
3: All right, you've made your way up to get a look down at that window that has no cloth, and there's no one up there.
0: I might look at where uh, Bumpers is looking, and I see him tying his shoe, so he's not really looking, and so I... Try to decide that I should take the initiative and, and, and open this window and go inside. All
3: right. Uh, go ahead and roll nimble and criminal to get this window open.
0: All right. I'm going to spend a fortune to get a hit.
3: All right. You spend a fortune and uh, the window opens. It makes a little bit of noise, but you, you freeze and don't hear anything. Twitch and Damien.
4: But sort of calm your hair back a little bit. Calm your hair back a little bit. Well, there's not that much
5: of it, but okay.
4: <laughs> all, all right, and now, um, um, um. Oh, I, think, um. I think she sees me. Oh, just shut up, shut okay, up. all right, look,
5: okay. Look calm. Don't look like anything is happening. All right, well, I can't really look calm. I'm pretty much constantly twitching. Just go talk to her. Probably. All right. Go probably talk to her. Hey, move! <laughs>
3: yes twitch hello again
5: you're not uh, always working here right you're not you're not chained to the floor behind that desk are you
3: oh of course not (laughs) that (laughs) would
5: be crazy right (laughs) ha that was (laughs) a good joke well done bravo (laughs) thank (laughs) you
3: (laughs) (laughs) everyone thinks i'm funny i need eight hours of sleep just like everyone else
5: right yes that's completely normal
3: Yes, I'm, it is completely normal. I've
5: heard many humans who are not under duress get eight hours of sleep a night.
3: Why are you wishing to ask me on a date?
5: What's a date?
3: Oh, it's the beginning of a courtship between two humans.
4: I get out my notebook.
5: Oh, uh, oh, oh! You are referring to a sociological experiment. <laughs> You're sure to have funny words for things. Yes, but yes. I, how did you know? I was thinking we could eat together at the same time.
3: Yes, I would, I would really enjoy if we ate together at the same time.
5: Well, that's great. Well, when, when can we do it?
3: Well, my recreational shift starts very shortly. We can go after that.
5: That's magnificent. I, that, that, that would be great. Yes. Is it okay if my friend Damien comes along?
4: Why, yes. I get very red in the face and mutter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
3: Thank you. He's,
5: he's helping me out because I'm new
3: to this. Oh, that's completely understandable.
5: We stand and stare at each other (laughs) smiling for a while. So how long did you
3: say? She looks at a device on her wrist. Five minutes. Well, great. I
5: stand and I smile at her for five minutes.
3: (laughs) She stands and smiles back at you for five minutes. (laughs) When right on the time... (laughs) I I take notes for
4: five minutes...
3: (laughs) At that time, another individual with a large smile appears to be related to her. Walks in, they hug, and he has also a big smile on his face. And she walks out around the counter, uh, takes her arm, and says, Shall we?
5: I I shy away when she goes to touch me. It's like, oh, uh, I'm just, I'm very, I could, I don't want to hurt anybody.
3: She pats your shoulder. It's perfectly fine. There's no need to be shy. Does she not get shocked when she touches me? She has some physiological symptoms of being shocked, but she doesn't seem to react to it.
5: (laughs) Wow. No one's ever been so willing to accept my infirmity. (laughs) Twitch, this is an
4: excellent sign. Based on the number of times the word touch appears in the romance of ermine tudge this is very good this is going very well touch is very important oh great <laughs> I, I don't put him aside to say that i just stand right in front of both of them and say that to him
5: directly well moon where, where should we go
3: oh there's a lovely restaurant that uh has a wide variety of foods for us to consume just down the street this way
5: oh hey i've been looking for a sixth sixth kind of food to eat
3: Oh, well, there'll be a 6th and a 7th and an 8th, and we'll go back to... <laughs> <laughs> use Odra are in the window of this house now. It's one of the nicer ones you've seen. Despite being made out of an old shipping container, pretty much stacked on top of another one, and a little rusted on the outside, they actually fixed up the inside rather nice. Um, if it is a bit sparse for decorations and stuff. Uh, you don't see anybody on the top floor. And you see a set of stairs leading down, as well as it looks like they like they split the container in half and put a wall with a door to make a separate room.
0: I uh, look around for the robot stuff that uh that bumper describes: so oil cans, or gears, or spare parts. Nope. All it right. Looks
3: like a normal house, except it seems abnormally clean considering current living conditions in the world after the fire.
0: Alright, um, I'll listen at the makeshift wall.
3: Alright, give me a senses and notice, and if you have a bonus for hearing, you may apply that.
0: That's two hits.
3: You just hear the normal sounds of eating. Eating? Just like people eating out with utensils and eating food like normal humans do.
0: Okay, I quietly back away from the wall and uh, stick my head out the window. And, uh, Bumper Shoelaces go this way Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think there are people in here Okay Do, do I talk to them?
3: Wait, how, what makes you think that? I hear oh. eating noises Bumper, the other window on the other side opens up Oh, Hello, stranger hey. You've been tying your shoes for a long time Do you require assistance? No <laughs> <laughs> I do not Please
2: oh. comply
3: I was just merely asking if you required assistance.
2: I do not, thank you. Uh, they're tied now, so thanks.
3: Oh, okay. Have a wonderful day, sir.
2: You too. What's your name?
3: Uh, he's already, They've already closed the window by Humid.
2: then. Humid. Right, I sneak down, down the alley and I talk up to Zoe. What makes you think there's humans? Because that guy did not seem human. Uh, just eating noises. Eating noises? Do you see them eating? Speakers is a thing, girl. Is there a keyhole you can look through? should I... no, no. no. Don't knock. You're broke into someone's house. God damn it!
0: So look at there's like a keyhole you can look through. Is there a keyhole? Sure, I can there's through? a keyhole you there can. There is through. a keyhole I can look through. Do that. See if you see people eating food or
2: robots eating people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Stealthy like walk over to the keyhole and look through.
3: Yep, there's people eating in there.
0: Can I? Can I see what they're eating?
3: It's hard to tell because of because you're peeping through a keyhole. It's really hard to see what exactly is going on.
0: I go. I sneak back over to Bumper. They're definitely eating something. Uh, w-
3: one thing I will add to that, though, is you noticed that you could see an arm moving, but it was pretty rhythmic how it was moving its arm. But other than that, you couldn't pick out any other
0: details. I, I convey those. Factual instances to bumper. That sounds pretty robotic to me.
2: I right, get on down here. Oh, all right. I was gonna knock on. Okay. Well, now you broke into someone's house. These they're robots, but they think they got like brains and stuff or something.
0: All right. Uh, get out. Should I go down the stairs? No, just come on, climb on down. All right, I climb out the window <clears throat> and right. I shut it behind me. Okay. Make a nimble
3: and athletics check.
0: Okay three hits
3: it's been a gm fortune to make that too you open the window and you land just fine but uh you also land right in front of someone else's house and they see you jump down from there and they open their window hello stranger are you okay with a giant grin on their face
0: uh yeah i'm fine uh,
3: they're also a male and they have Long hair pulled back into a ponytail. How are you? I'm good. Is the stranger okay? Someone else pokes their head out. They also have a ponytail.
0: Out of out of the window right in front of me, or a different? Well, it's window? it's a
3: different window. Okay. A bunch of people have started poking their heads out to see what's going on. All
2: right, and asking I'll if you're I stay okay. in the alleyway. <laughs> um,
3: a window opens behind you, Bumper. Hey, stranger, are you okay? <laughs> i'm fine how are you i'm wonderful thank you
0: so to the people who are are asking me if i'm all right i announce it that i am in fact all right i fell from the roof when i was practicing my roof running
3: oh yes that is a very useful skill however you should visit our doctor to make sure your limbs are all okay
0: yeah, where, where's he?
3: They all point down the street to a building with a cross on it.
0: That looks like a church.
3: They continue smiling at you. No, it's a doctor doctor.
0: Is it an animal doctor?
3: They've worked on animals before.
0: Is it, is it also a mechanical doctor?
3: No, that's called a mechanic.
0: <laughs> all right, you got me there.
3: <laughs> yes, we are very smart.
0: Wait, all of y'all are very smart? Yes, 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 yes. I see. I I have to finish my workout, and then I will go see your uh, not-mechanical doctor.
3: Have a wonderful workout. Please be safe, they all say in unison as they close the window.
2: This guy in the alleyway I'm staring at. What's your name, pal?
3: I often go by
2: Patch. All right, Patch. Thank you for your concern. Let me shake your hand. I'm going to reach out my hand to shake his wow, hand. Wow,
3: what a friendly gesture.
2: I'm going to touch his hand. Does it feel like a like a human hand?
3: It feels like a human hand. It's even warm, uh, a little clammy. I'm very concerned by this. I want to squeeze it real tight
2: and then see if there's a way I can, like, pull him in the handshake, a fierce handshake, and try to get him to, like, bonk his nose on the windowsill or something.
3: They continue smiling while looking at you and return the pressure as well as the pulling. It turns out they are much stronger than you and then accidentally pull you into the window. My apologies for pulling you into the window.
2: What the hell, friend? Why'd you do that?
3: I'm sorry. I was trying to imitate your customs.
2: Imitate my customs? That's just a handshake, brother.
3: Yes, it was rather vigorous and you were pulling me towards you.
2: Yeah, I- like, for like a hug or something.
3: Oh, that is a new one that I have not heard. My apologies. He I, pulls you in for a hug.
2: Right, while he's hugging me, I'm going to like feel around. <laughs> Try to find machine parts or something.
3: Oh, you feel something. Uh, Let
5: me guess. <laughs> and and a 73rd and a 74th. And the 75th?
3: Wow, you're really good at counting.
5: I actually thought you were going to stop after 20, but (laughs) (laughs) there's apparently a lot of different dishes. Yes. I'm learning about numbers i never heard of before.
3: Yes, we have found many ways to cook the various fauna in our region, often taken from other cultures that we have encountered. Wow. Yes, it's quite amazing.
5: Well, Uh, uh, here we are, I guess. I put, a, I put a bucket of paint thinner on the table, and I say table for three.
3: Someone comes out from behind the table. It's, a, it's another man. Hello, my name is Winks. I run this here establishment.
5: What's it called? Winks. <laughs> that's what it's called, Winks?
3: Yes, I've named the establishment after myself, the owner.
5: Well, that's great, Winks. I'm Twitch. He's we got a- similar names, I feel like.
3: He's a taller man with with brown hair pulled back into a ponytail.
5: Well, I, I'm here for a sociological experiment, or in your culture, I think you call it a date with Moon here.
3: Ah, yes. You are interested in mating with her. Good luck to you. I oh, don't know
4: what
5: that means. I
3: don't think I've gotten to that part of the book yet. <laughs>
5: no, we're just eating together at the same time.
3: Oh, yes. May I bring you some food? Here's a list of the various foods we offer at Winks.
5: Well, let's start with the first one.
3: Oh, yes. Very good choice, sir. What about a drink?
5: What do you mean? A drink? Like water?
3: Like water or beer or... And we'll go back to... you. <laughs> uh, yeah, well,
2: I'm feeling around the back of this guy trying to find machine parts or something.
3: How about you roll notice for me? Okay. Senses and notice, please.
2: I got two hits.
3: That's enough to see a chitinous limb come out the ponytail in the back, and look you right in the eye.
2: Oh, what the damn hill! I I grab it <laughs> and I yank it.
3: <laughs> make a melee attack, either muscle or nimble.
2: That's two successes, but I am willing to spend a fortune to make it three if it means I rip this thing off this dude's head. <laughs> I do it.
3: So you grab this. The stinger, scorpion tail-looking thing, and you pull it. Oh, God! <laughs> you hear a high-pitched... <laughs> as you pull it off, and drops of blood seem to follow it. And the person, the person's eyes roll into the back of their head, and they fall over. And you have this screaming, squirming, worm-looking thing in your hand. And it's trying to latch onto your arm.
2: I'm gonna hold it real fucking tight! Hold on one second! I got mechanics tools. Perhaps one of them is a mason jar full of screws. Sure. I'm going to dump those screws on the ground and shove this thing in a mason jar.
3: You have a mason jar with a weird wormy thing in it. And I'm going to run out into the
2: fucking street. Zo, 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 zo. Oh, God. Wait, are people still looking out? No, they all close the windows, right?
3: The, all the windows are opening now.
2: I, I, I put them in my overalls so it can't be seen. And I run up like with my arm conspicuously in my overalls. And I go, Zo. So, 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 so.
0: At the familiar cadence I run over. So, so. I'm, I'm right here. I'm pulling me. the
2: alley. Hold on. First off, see that dead feller hanging out the window?
3: He gets up and he's.
2: Oh, he's not dead. Holy oh. shit. Look, this was on his head.
3: There's Ooh. a thrashing worm parasite looking thing
0: inside the jar. What the damn hell is this? I. I don't know. You're the you're the smart one. I thought you knew animals. Oh, I could roll animals?
3: <laughs> you, yeah, you can. You can try to identify it. Uh, understanding and Zoofinity.
0: <laughs> That's two hits. Perfect. What is it?
2: What is it? It's creepy.
3: You know this is an animus worm.
0: It's an
2: animus worm. What's it doing to that guy? Hey fella, you okay?
3: You know that these things are a type of parasite that act as a hive mind and basically leech off human societies and they try to bring in more humans to feed off of, and they do very they have to do very little work to keep their host alive. And it's all connected in a hive mind.
0: Do they have like a central brain somewhere?
3: Typically, yes. There's right. a queen.
0: Okay. Bumper. Don't freak out.
2: I'm already freaking out. <laughs> the hell are you talking about?
0: Okay, so it is a, an animus worm. It's a it's a it's like a animal that makes people into robots. Oh shit! And they all think together, and then there's like a a main one that does all the real thinking.
2: All right, so it's like a brain parasite with a high mind. Got it. All right, hey fella, you okay?
0: Oh. Uh, oh man, you don't uh, look too good.
2: All right, here. I, I shove the, the parasite into your hand, and I go. You gotta go get the other two. I am gonna see if this guy's okay.
0: All right, <laughs> wait! Don't let him touch you. Don't don't let him touch. I'll rip the thing off him. Yeah, no, I mean the the bugs. They'll all have them. They have like a stinger. Don't let it sting you. Yeah,
2: well, I am not gonna let those things sting me. What the hell are you talk? Thank you for your concern. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, uh, I head back to the hotel in the 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 inn place. And
2: I go to tend to this person's wounds and see if maybe he's savable or possibly can help us.
3: All right, uh, Zodra, you head back to the seclusion. And where are you heading, bumper?
2: I'm gonna shove this guy through the window that he's in and jump in after him and close the window behind me. Okay. And then I'm gonna be like, hey, buddy, how you feeling? How my fingers am I holding up? What's your name? Where are you from? What was that on your face? Or the back of your face?
3: <laughs> he coughs and a little bit of blood goes all right, onto your all right, shirt.
2: All right, no time for questions then. I'm going to go ahead and try to patch him up.
3: All right, roll understanding and heal for me.
2: Right, I'm gonna, yeah, okay.
3: That's one hit. Well, he's not bleeding anymore, but yeah. he's still out of it and he's not going to be able to walk.
2: Yeah, I took one of my rags out, one of my working rags, and just kind of stopped the blood with that. Can you talk? Uh, uh, All right. Uh, shh, 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 rest now. You just go ahead and rest. You had a brain parasite. I'm pretty sure there's like some kind of lengthy recovery time for that. Not if you understand me.
3: He he nods slightly.
2: That's good enough for me. All right. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and just lay you down here. I'll come back for you, friendo. I'm gonna call you Bob until I know your name. All right, Bob.
3: He nods slowly again.
2: All right, Bob. I'm coming back for you, okay? Don't you die on me, Bob.
3: You see him slowly put a finger to his lips.
2: Oh, yeah, that's a very good point. I should probably quiet
3: down. And then he points out the window. I look out uh, the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Damien and Twitch. Yes,
4: um... Listen, listen, Twitch, for what to order, I believe alcohol is traditional, and based on how frequently words appear in this book, I think the best kind of alcohol you should get is rubbing alcohol.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would like some of your finest rubbing alcohol. Uh Winks. I'll give you something close to that. How's how's that, friend?
5: Close is my aim tonight. <laughs>
3: All right. One alcohol. And for you, Oh, nothing for me.
4: I'm just observing.
3: Okay. And for the lady? I'll have what he's having, she says, gesturing to Twitch.
5: Another good sign. Oh, well, fantastic. Uh, uh, Moon, I gotta be honest with you. Uh, Ever since you didn't recoil in pain after touching me, I, I wanted to complete the circuit with you. Uh, oh, very and, flattering. And I, I hold out both my hands uh, over the table.
3: If you'd like, we can skip dinner and just go straight to mating. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what?
4: Damien, what does she mean? I, as, as, as far as I can tell, well, you said complete the circuit. So it's sort of, you complete, there are many circuits besides the ones you can make with your hands. (laughs) Just do, say yes, just say yes.
3: (laughs) Yes. Wonderful. Follow me.
5: Okay. Okay. Bye, Winks.
3: You're welcome to continue observing, Damien. Oh,
5: thank you very much. (laughs) We're going to learn so much today. I haven't drawn a sketch in such a long time. It's good to have some practice. Well, I, I take, I take uh, Moon's hand, and we walk, both twitching as we go. Yes. Uh, electricity coursing through the both of our bodies in more ways than one.
3: <laughs> she takes your hand and starts leading you back to the seclusion. Zodra. Yes. You're, you're sneaking your way back, and you see, you see Twitch being very voluntarily led. Towards the seclusion. Oh, assuming no. his date has gone really well.
2: hmm
3: With yes. Damien gleefully in into- <laughs> oh. yeah, Basically, what you see
5: is three people smiling, ear to ear, going back into the seclusion.
0: All right. Uh, they get there first? Yes. Can't have gone that well since Damien's still with them. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh. But uh, I I am concerned, as I do not know how large this infestation is. So uh, I will quickly, but as inconspicuously as possible, uh, follow them. Also, do I know um, any weaknesses of this um, animus worm? You know
3: that individually and without a host, they're not very strong that's why that's why they have the ponytails to hide in
0: right do do i know is there a, a safer way than just yanking for pulling them out
3: uh some people suggest burning them but you got to get the host down and that's often difficult uh because they often enhance their host
0: right i will head on over as quickly and inconspicuously as possible over to the um the seclusion inn
3: uh Damien and Twitch, Damien, you're about to witness something beautiful and, you know, something human, and Twitch, she asks you to close your eyes and explains that a traditional human way of showing affection is to surprise your lover, and she says you're in for quite a surprise.
5: Well, I've never been surprised before. Mostly, it's been all the same thing every day my whole life, but... I'm willing to give it a try, and I close my eyes and twitch around a little bit.
3: Damien, do you close your eyes?
5: Absolutely not.
3: Okay, well, she, she motions you for nights. you, to.
5: Oh,
4: I, I, I did pretend like I'm closing my eyes, but <laughs> I sort of keep one open a little bit.
3: As she approaches him, a scorpion-tail-looking thing comes out of her ponytail and is about to strike twitch. This must be what they call arousal. <laughs>
5: <laughs> twitch, Twitch, arousal. It's happening. It's happening. What? I open my eyes. Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> I hate it. It's okay. Let it happen for the experiment.
0: At this point, I do kick in the door, and I grab the worm and yank.
3: Make a brawl and muscle check.
0: All right. I, I will... Spend a fortune to have one success.
3: And she seems to unnaturally step out of the way. Oh,
0: no, you don't. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Zoltra, what are you doing? You're ruining the experiment. It's an animus worm. You're an animus worm. <laughs> that makes We don't have time for this. <laughs> I, I a tail lashes.
3: It. Okay. All right. You stab at it.
0: A stab at it. That, that's more like it. All right. So, that's three hits.
3: And you whiff. What? And it lashes out at Twitch. Uh,
5: can, I, can I try and catch, it, catch the tail?
3: Uh, sure.
5: Four successes.
3: After uh, Zodra attempts to slash it, it, it reels back and is getting ready to strike you and you catch it. And you got it in your hands.
5: What? What do I do next? Pull it out. She's aroused. Yes, it's time to pull out.
3: You get a fortune. (laughs) I tear
5: I tear it out. I rip it. Rip it and rip it.
3: Make a strength check for me.
5: (laughs) That's one success.
3: You pull and you pull and it just yanks her head back.
5: Oh I'm sorry, Moon. I'm sorry. I'm no good at this. I swear this never happens.
4: (laughs) I take out my knife and I try to cut it. This has gone on long enough and it's not worth anything anyway because you, Zodra, ruined it. So I take out my knife and I try to stab it.
3: All right. Two hits. You cut it and it detaches. It's still alive.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Why can't anything nice happen to me?
3: (laughs) And and I'm going to channel my
5: uh, electrokinesis. I'm going to fry this worm. In rage.
3: All right, that happens. You don't even have to roll for that since you already got a hold of it.
5: Shrivels up in my hands as I begin actually, to weep.
3: It actually smells pretty nice once it's cooking.
5: Well, I'll get to that later. <laughs> oh, how's Moon? Moon, are you okay?
3: She's collapsed on the floor, coughing. Uh, some blood's running out of her mouth and the back of her head. But she appears to be alive and breathing.
0: I uh, leave.
3: bumper yeah he
2: pointed out the window what do i say
3: after after a second uh they all pull in to their windows it's just uh, about five people it's not like a it's not like a ton all right thanks for the warning bob
2: i'll come back for you and i'm gonna try and rush my way over to the end
3: all right. You you rush your way over to the inn. Um, about the time you get there, you hear some commotion going on in one of the rooms. It's a single-story building. You hear a commotion. You look in, and you see all them running around, rushing around, and flashes of knives.
2: All right. I jump in there. Right. Mm. As you're frying it, I suppose.
3: Uh, a delicious smell emanates from this parasitic worm.
2: Oh, man. I'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Zoe, don't go. All right. All right. Wait, hold on. Is everyone all right? Everyone check the back of your heads. Everyone got a tentacle on the back of their heads? All right. No. Okay. So you guys may or may not, I mean, you may have just learned. Also, hold on. I pad the back of Moon's head so it doesn't bleed very much. Okay. And then I go, all right. So here's how, it's, here's how it is. Uh, this is what, what's it called, uh, Zoe? Animus worm? Yes. Yeah, these things, they come like, they brain parasites, and they get inside humans, and they pretend to be humans, but they ain't humans. This whole town's got them, guys.
5: Wow. I never knew what arousal could do to a person.
2: <laughs> what? I'll explain that later, I suppose. Uh, we gotta get moving, though, because they're a hive mind, and we done killed one of them, and we got another one trapped in a little jar that Zodra has. I uh, lifted it out. Oh, my God. Right. So so that's on every single t- townsperson here. So I believe we are confronted with two options. Zodra, I defer to you as the person in charge of mercenary department. Uh, but option one, as I see it, is we get the hell out of town real fast. Option two, if we go find that hive mine, We save this whole town. I mean, you're looking at me like you expect it to be payment. And I think, like, saving
0: a town, like, they give you, like, the town or something. <laughs> I always one of my own town. Right? So, yeah, we could call it Zobumperville. <laughs> well, by- <laughs> we should call it Moon. She's not dead.
2: <laughs> oh, is she okay? I don't even know if her name's Moon, though. That might have been the parasite's name. <laughs> it's Moon. Oh, okay, she's Moon. <laughs> Moon, are you
5: in there? How, how do you know who I am?
2: Yeah, she's not going to remember none of that, man. That was a parasite talking to you the whole time.
5: You mean... The one I fell in love with lies dead in my
2: hands. Oh, Twitch! Come on, don't be falling in love with parasites. <laughs> she loved me. No, she wanted. She to... loved me, Bumper. Now she wanted to stick her thing inside your head and make you hers. That's what love is. <laughs> <laughs>
5: According oh, right. to Damien's
0: book, oh, we can we can sort all of this out later. We gotta find this hot Most importantly, we gotta decide on a town name. What?
2: <laughs> we could do that later. If we don't move quick, this entire town's gonna come down on us, and we're gonna get stung in the bar- in the brain.
3: There's a commotion outside.
2: You hear that?
5: That's all. Let's save er anyone else from the the potential heartbreak that I've had to experience today.
2: Did Moon mention a home? Did she mention, like, a place where all of them go or something? Or, like, where, like, the mayor lives or the person in charge? Someone, like, who's in charge of everything, because that's probably where, like, the hive mind queen is.
5: Hey, Moon, did you mention anything like that? No, the parasite
4: Moon. not real,
5: Moon. Hey, Moon, I say to the parasite in my hands, did you say anything? Oh, you're dead.
4: Oh, God damn it. Well, listen, I think... I, I sort of speak these things language. I think I could probably distract them for a bit while you go and look. Oh, that's my brave of you. Do it. All right. I'll <laughs> go do it. I walk out. I sort of brush myself off and I take my book in my hand and I stroll outside as if nothing is wrong and I put a big smile on my face. But it sort of lo- well, it looks like I'm putting a big smile on my face. It's sort of <laughs> like stretching the muscles and all that. All
2: right, we got to jump out this window and go.
4: We got to go fast. I give him like
2: 10 minutes before he
4: gets a brain thingy.
2: <laughs> All right. Wait, is there a mayor's office somewhere around here? Do I just like see like a place like.
0: <coughs> and she points
3: towards. Uh, uh, you, you didn't come from that way. It's it's off in the other direction. It's just a single story shipping container. It says mayor on a big sign. But they spelled it wrong. Oh, sure. And that's why we really needed that paint thinner. Okay. <laughs> okay, you just
2: you just rest up, Moon. All right, jump out this window and go. We do.
3: It's uh,
5: okay, Parasite Moon. Even if you're not the queen Parasite, you'll always be my queen.
3: Oh, man, Twitch. <laughs> if
2: anyone ever got the short end of a stick in this world, it was you.
3: <laughs> Damien. So
4: uh, here's how it goes. Uh, I go outside and I wave at them and I say, Hello, good people.
3: They all wave in unison. Hello, Damien.
4: Stop what you're doing because I would love to talk to you and have a pleasant conversation like normal people. <laughs> oh, yes. Like what, Damien? Well, like what lovely weather we're having today. <laughs>
3: Yes, Damien, the weather is lovely, they all say in unison.
4: There's not a single cloud in the sky. Isn't that just peachy?
3: Actually, they all point up to the single cloud in the sky. Actually, Damien, there is a single cloud in the sky.
4: Oh, you've got me there, people. <laughs> are you
3: Are you hungry, Damien?
4: Well, I could just eat a whole horse, come to think of it. That's something. Come with say. us, Damien. I would love to come with you,
3: people. They all start advancing towards you. This is about a. This is. The, the town's not very many people. This is about 20 people coming towards you. As they approach, the stingers come out.
4: Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I run and stop. This is. No. What? How, how many people have run away? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Once again, 20 people in unison. Where are you going, Damien?
4: I'm just going for a walk. How lovely!
3: That appears you are jogging, Damien.
4: So everyone needs exercise. 20 minutes a day.
3: As you're running away from that mob and you're coming up to another street, you see another mob coming uh, towards you. Oh, good lord. Hello,
4: good people!
3: <laughs> Tails come out.
4: What happened to civil society? I run in a third direction. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, you other three are heading towards the mayor.
2: Yep. Yeah, we charge the mayor's <laughs> office. I got my gear mace ready.
3: There's the mayor's office. I can't
2: get in the door.
3: You don't know what the hell you're looking at. It appears to be pods all stuck around the interior of this mayor's office. And on the, on the far end... Furthest away from the door is like a it's like a heart looking thing and it's just pulsating and uh, it seems to be suspended by these little tendons or tendrils in the middle of the room. And uh, you actually see vine looking stingers come down towards you and out of the building itself.
0: Uh, Hey, hey, Smiley. Yeah, you still got that paint thinner? I sure do. All right. Can you open up for me?
5: Uh, I use uh, I use one of the uh, the aliens or the parasites' shriveled tail as a as a paint key to open up this <laughs> can of paint thinner. I'm sorry, Moon. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I, I pop open this paint thinner. Okay, all right. It's open. What do you need?
0: Okay, I take a, a scarf that I have and I wrap it around my spear and dip it and and light it on fire and then I just underhand throw it at the heart. <laughs>
3: Now, as you're setting this up...
2: Oh, good. I was wondering if those tentacles were
0: going to come while she was
2: setting this up. Yes. All uh, right, yeah. I was going to spin my my gear mace above and try to, like, swat them away and, like, knock them out of the way so that she has enough time. If they start taking the gear mace, I'm going to hold on real tight. <laughs> I got you, Zo!
3: Make a muscle and uh, melee or, ath- or even athletics. I got two. So they're not stinging Zodra. However, you've started pissing off some of them. And they're, they're pissing me off. And they're going to try to grab your, your mace.
2: Get back. Get back. All right,
3: I got three. I'm going to s- reduce one of your successes. Oh, no. They grab a hold of your mace. You said you were holding on. I
2: ain't letting go of this mace no matter what they do to me.
3: You get slammed into the ceiling.
2: No.
3: <laughs> uh, you take four points of non-lethal damage.
2: Ha! You're just tickling me. <laughs> Soda! kill
5: it dead! I'm gonna pull um, my power drill out of my belt holster, uh, and I'm gonna put my my fist where the battery should go, and uh, I'm gonna rev it up, and there's, like, one of the pods on, like, the side of this wall, yeah? Yeah. I'm gonna put a big hole in it.
3: It explodes. (laughs) And small, little, maggoty things are all over your body now.
5: (laughs) This was a mistake! (laughs) Uh, uh, in a panic, I I, I go electric.
3: <laughs> they quickly fall off, but now this goop is cooked onto you. <laughs> Damien. I would like to spend two
4: fortune to have a minor plot twist, which is that the third direction I chose to run in is towards uh, the beast. (laughs) All right. And I am running with my hair flowing in the breeze and my coat billowing out behind me as I'm being chased, uh, terrified, by a crowd of extremely polite, parasitized townsmen. (laughs) And I run up to the beast, Uh, And I climb up on top of it and get ready to shoot buzzsaws at them.
3: (laughs) You start setting up the machinery. Zoe.
0: I light my very beloved spear on fire and throw it at the heart thingy.
3: All right. You do so. Go ahead and make a a nimble athletics for me, please.
0: My poor, poor spear. But I do get to light something on fire, so I'm not that upset. (laughs) Um, Two... That's
3: enough you need it's stationary it's a just a big pulsating thing, but as you're getting ready to throw it, are you still holding on to your hammer bumper
2: Yes I am.
3: you're chucked into the back wall for another four wow. damage. <laughs> you still got a hold of your hammer though
2: Start. Start.
3: <laughs> so as you hit the back wall and slide down, you see a flaming spear come in and pierce the heart of this thing. And it catches on fire, and you see all of the, all of the uh, stingers start thrashing about. The only way out's on the other side of the room.
2: I'm running through!
3: How, do you, how are you going to get out safely?
2: Well, okay, wait. When they start thrashing around, they let go of my mace, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm basically
2: going to use my mace like a giant two-handed machete, clearing a path as I run. And if there's fire, I'm just running through it.
3: All right. Uh, go ahead and make a uh, muscle melee. Attack. Uh, Zoe, you have a little less to go than he does, but you're still in the middle of this room with a bunch of angry, weird stuff going on.
0: Uh, All right. How are you getting out? I will use my knives and, if needs must, my boomerang to hit as many of them as I can as I exit. All
3: right. Make make the same check, uh, but I imagine you're using Nimble instead.
0: I would prefer that,
5: yes. And Twitch. Uh, I, I'm gonna fling my chain around like a ribbon dancer. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of smack them all with the padlock ch- uh, locked to the end of it.
3: All uh, right, uh, go ahead and make your melee attack. So you're all just plowing through all these vines that are trying to, are, that are obviously in pain, but are trying to drag you down with them as you are trying to escape.
0: I got three hits! I got five.
5: I've got two. I'm gonna spend two fortune to make it four. Perfect.
3: Damien.
4: Yes, um, I, on top of this bus, I'm I'm sitting in the seat and I shout at them, please don't make me do
3: this. They all stop. Oh my God, these really are polite people. They listen to a reasonable request. And they all, out of unison, begin collapsing. (laughs) This is good for me. This is good for me, so it's good.
4: good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, people. Thank thank you, townspeople. Well done. Cheerio. Uh, but I do, I do. after reflecting a bit, I do get off the bus and run over and see, and see what is happening to
3: them. The mayor's office is totally engulfed in flames.
4: Whoa! And we're running your way. Oh, hell, good, you, you've solved it, you've solved it. They're all dying or something. Yeah, Soldier
2: was all like, fire, spear! And, and Twitch was all like, I'm electric! And I got thrust around and I was like, it doesn't matter. And then it went up in flames and we did it.
4: Well, as much as I hate to admit it, it does seem like you are the heroes of this story.
2: (laughs) Hey, don't sell yourself short. You got them all, like, distracted and stuff.
4: That is true, so I take that back. I am the hero (laughs) of the story.
2: (laughs) All right. Hey, is everyone okay? Anyone? Hello? Anybody? Anybody? Any Uh, of you telephone? uh, uh, uh. There's a
3: mass of people are on the ground groaning, but they're not bleeding. Oh, that's good they they seem more dazed than anything.
2: Okay. Well, I guess I don't know if you know anything about treating people who've had animus worms or whatnot, but I'm I'm gonna just try and take care of them. Uh and then I gotta go check on Bob. Yes, and you I do. own
3: Moon. Alright, uh if you just wanna make a single medical check roll. Uh, I'm
2: gonna try to heal this whole town.
3: At least stabilize them, make sure they're not going to die from infection or something. That's three hits. You you can basically make sure that their bite wounds don't get infected um and help them get somewhere where they can start resting. This town's going to be off its feet for a couple of days, you think, uh, while everyone just gets their wits about them after having a brain parasite. Right, right.
2: How's Bob? Is Bob okay? Yeah,
3: Bob's okay. Yeah, uh, can you
2: tell me his name? Or should I just keep calling you Bob? He
3: actually was named Bob.
2: I knew you looked like a Bob!
3: <laughs> he uh, comments on your weird intuition about that sort of thing
2: (laughs) okay well huh do we want to like hang out until this town's like ready to give us praise
3: are they like it's going to be a couple days right right
5: maybe we just pay ourselves exactly
2: are they going to stop us if we pay ourselves
3: no but uh they'll remember you saving the town and then robbing the town well
2: we're not going to like rob the town like completely i think we will take a fair amount of payment assuming their kindness and
4: then leave how's that sound everybody
5: that sounds pretty good to me.
3: Zodra, you find a beard just like your old one.
4: Well, wait a minute. If if the mayor's office was full of this host mother, then where's the
3: mayor? Anyone wearing like
2: a, a mayor badge or something? Well,
5: I, I, I find Moon and I, I say, Hey, Moon, yeah, I see you're, you've gotten yourself comfortable on this floor
3: here. Go away, please.
5: Yeah, I I understand, but... Hey, do you know where the mayor is? I think we burned down his house.
3: Yeah, uh, turns out, from what I know about Animus Worms, I believe the mayor became the hive mind or the queen.
5: Well, hey, I guess it's time for a new election. Bumper's always excited about things like that.
3: Good for him. Leave my house, please.
5: Yeah, so, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wish, I wish things could have been different.
3: What, that I didn't have a parasite in my brain? Yeah, me too.
5: Yeah, uh, bye.
3: Goodbye.
2: So, yeah, I think we just take what we need and remember the people of this town, how we, were, uh, how we met them, kind victims that we saved.
4: That's how I put it into the puzzle box. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, yeah, I'm going to scavenge around this town for a little bit. And then, and then load up and get away before everybody, like, gets their wits about them. But, like like I said, I'm being fair. I'm not going to, like, make it so this town can't get back on its feet or nothing. But, like, I deserve a little bit for my trouble.
3: Yeah, of
5: course. Is, is that cool? Like a, a scavenge and roll leech, maybe? Yeah.
3: Yeah, just, just make a quick scavenge roll. Except uh, military weapons, of course.
5: Household? Household? Yeah, sure. Much obliged. I'll take industrial supplies. Yeah, of course. Oh, this is perfect. I acquire... A griddle pan. <laughs> I have
4: one propane torch. All right, you can Oh, that.
0: that's real good. Um, I think I'd like to roll on the sporting goods table. Yeah, of course. I'm gonna go on into the
2: hardware store and see what I can find that interests me. Okay.
0: All right. Um, I got a net. I'm not sure if it's really a net or if it's like a volleyball net, but it, it seems pretty useful, so I, I pick it up. I rummage around this hardware store. You know, it's got tools. It's got
2: supplies. This is all things people need. So I don't, I don't go ahead. I don't grab any of that stuff. I go back into their break room, and I find myself a genuine fork.
3: <laughs> you find yourself a genuine fork.
2: I ain't rusted or nothing. I'm taking this.
3: You now have a perfect fork. Aw
2: oh, yeah. All
3: the tines are straight and even, there's not a spot of rust on it.
2: It's like a unicorn
3: The unicorn of the silverware world. <laughs> are you guys sticking around town or are you bus are you bussing out?
2: I think we leave and they can remember us as strange, mysterious heroes.
3: You leave the town of Modeston, remembered as strange, mysterious heroes, and that's where we'll end the session.
5: There's there's nothing left for me in that tank. (laughs) Hey, who who took a bite out of Boone? (laughs) Oh, that's pretty tasty.
2: Right? I mean it went (laughs) for Oh,
5: aren't you fancy?
0: This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions, all rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Colin Chapman or Radioactive Ape Designs. Atomic Highway is property of Radioactive Ape Designs. For more information, search Atomic Highway on www.drivethroughrpg.com.